Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Yeah. Perfect Plex Radio. We about to go live on him. Mike Knox. That's for three X's because he's hardcore. Are y'all ready? We about to give y'all something special. You ready? Let's go! At the money, now you're all what you getting in? Perfect Plex Radio, got him listening. Mike Knox, from Cena to the Rock, or whatever wrestler is hot. News and interviews, just a one-stop shop. Matter of fact, let me give you more choices. You can call in and be the voice with the voiceless. So what you waiting on? Let's get it cracking. Let's talk wrestling. That's enough rapping. <laughs> Perfect Plex Radio, simply, we about to give y'all something special, you ready, let's go, and welcome everybody to the Mike Knox Show, around the blocks with Mike Knox, if you will, Perfect Plex Talk Radio, the show, the pros, I intelligent rock and rollers, and you, the intelligent wrestling fans listen to. That's right. My name is Mike Knox, and indeed, I spelled my name with three X's because like my Philadelphia Eagles who got their asses kicked yesterday, I'm still going to wear my jersey today because I'm hardcore still saying, stand here like I would say to Dave Meltzer, boop, you, Cowboys. How about that? How about them Cowboys? Don't mean nothing, man. In December, do it when it matters most in January and February. But today, people... I got a lot to talk about as we round in the year. The year is coming into focus on how the year was. Oh, my God. So much has happened in this year of 2023. And as you see it right here, make sure you like, follow, and subscribe. They're all around me somewhere. Unpop Review, Mike Knox, all that good stuff. Follow the show. And yes, people, congratulations. Unpop Review has hit a 1,000 subscribers. Now can we get Mike Knox? There we got 104 to go. Let's get there together. Not asking for free lunch. Not actually to go ahead and give me a dinner plate. Asking for a free like, follow, and subscribe. So make sure you do all those things so we can sit here and do this thing together and talk pro wrestling. So the day on pro wrestling show with the Mike Knox show, we're going to talk the best things that has happened in 2023. We're going to talk about them. A lot of things has happened this year. Let's talk about them. Also, NXT, y'all, like... There was a time when you would watch NXT and it was like some would say better than the main roster. I'm going, I'm coming. I would go to Mania. I would watch, you know, takeovers or dumbasses who talk me into, no offense, Bell Kings, to going into a all elite show, whatever that shit was with Cody and them back in New Orleans. Remember, Vaughn, I made that dumb mistake and I went there. But my kids would call me and go, Dad, 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 Dad. Takeover was so much better. WrestleMania can't beat it. And I go, oh, guy with that nonsense. All right? And in some retrospects, they had to live up to Takeover because Takeovers were that damn good. Wrestling at that point with Triple H was in a good place, was in a good spot, if you will. And since then, since Vince took it over, it just ain't quite been the same. You know what I mean? So today I ask you the question, is the next day back? 
Am I just being a mark here? Probably so, because we're all marks. Shout out to the wrestling marks of excellence. Nephew Corey. Dr. D, the firm. Okay? My man, Champ Creed, the international man of spy and mystery. What's going on to those fellas out there? Shout out to the DMV. This uh, group. Also, Jabba Tears Podcast. Also, yeah! Wrestling. The Chair Shot. But make sure you guys go ahead and more importantly, follow on Pop Review Wrestling, y'all. And make sure y'all follow my man, King Von Jr., 720 on the Twitter, the Victorious Ones podcast. Talking all that good comics, music, sports, and entertainment. Did y'all see 50 Years of Hip Hop? Did y'all see 50 Years of Hip Hop last night? I would watch it again and again and again. And just like 50 Years of Hip Hop, who thought it would be here? We're going to talk wrestling and NXT being here. Is they, are they now back to being the golden, the golden black brand? Are they the best wrestling brand in TV right now? Comment below. Let me know. But as always, we're going to start off with the week in wrestling. Because, damn it, honestly, you didn't call here to hear me just talk. Although I'm sexy, you know, I'm beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Well, I can't call myself beautiful. Muhammad Ali can call himself beautiful, but Mike Knox can't. Okay, I'm going to say it to you the way Bobby, uh, uh, Booby Miles said it. God is beautiful. God made Knox, so Knox is beautiful. Okay, shout out to Booby Miles, who can cursely carry a nice ball and throw a good spiral if you let him, until he gets his knee broken and says, oh, Jewish play football, then it's over. But here it is, y'all. Let's talk about the week in wrestling that in which it was. Y'all saw that, right? I ordered my shirt, okay? I don't have it yet. It's on back order, but hell has frozen over. Because CM Punk is back, y'all. We go, he gonna get, he's gonna get talked about from now until he gets not get talked about. Which means, you know, it, it, hopefully he doesn't get hurt. <laughs> right? Cause, you know, he had a comeback and a non-comeback and he got hurt and then he was gone again kind of thing and then he came back and, but the promo he cut, we gonna talk about all that right there. Comment below. Let me know. Let's go ahead and get this party started right here. Raw last week, seven days away from what that was today. And man, y'all saw that Creed Brothers? I asked you a question about the Creed Brothers, right? And Vaughn, comment for me in the private. Let me know how you feel about this as well. Uh, and and, and be, Are they giving the Creed Brothers too much too soon? Because I like the Creed Brothers, right? I like the Creed Brothers a lot. I'm, I'm a huge fan of the Creed Brothers. They grew on me uh, during the Great American Bash. I had had my eyes on them before then, but they really grew on me during that time. And I was cool with them coming up to the main roster. I was cool with them in a way, sort of beating Alpha Academy. I kind of understood, you know, where the storyline takes you with that. It's where you go. So you kind of just enjoy it and, and, and keep on pushing. And so I let that be what it was. But when you look at the Creed Brothers, it's like, is it too much too fast for these guys? You know, because I think they're about to put the straps on these guys, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, at least by... I think before Mania, but definitely at Mania, if not before Mania. But the Creed Brothers beat Dirty Dom and uh, J.D. McDonough, which... The greatest North American champion of all time, Dirty Dom's having a bad week. Okay, he's having a bad week. I don't like that. Look at Nia Jax just smothering Shayna Baszler for the one, two, three. It's like gravy and biscuits. Beauty and the Beast all over again. Why couldn't they be the greatest tag team in women's division history to me? I'm sorry. Put these two back together. Mike Knox has said it. I will be their manager. See, they couldn't be Reggie. No offense against Reggie. He smiles too much. No offense against Reggie. He looks like a, 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 a taller version of Emmanuel Lewis. I know some of you guys are kids out there. So just Google Webster. 
okay? That's Reggie, okay? Bounces off a little trampoline. So what? I, I mean, I ain't bouncing off a little trampoline. I, I might even need a cane to get to the ring, all right? A real big, like, no, not, not a cane. That's too easy. That's too pimp, right? I'm not, my knees are really bad. Give me like a walking stick, like Moses. I come in the ring with a walking stick. I got Beauty and the Beast. They're going to be your future women's tag team champions, so hopefully again one day. Also on Raw, I hope that Z is silenced listening because this is technically to him, Okay. Sami Zayn can go with anybody in the square circle professional wrestling. Just because he took this L don't mean nothing. Okay? Don't mean nothing that he took this L right here. But he was supposed to take this L right here. You know what I'm saying? Rumor has it. They granted him time off. You know what I mean? They're giving him. Look at that. Things are changing. What, what, where would that be in this year's top 10 moments? Right? With, with the WWE selling, they're getting off during the holidays, y'all. Right? And... Personally, Ringling Brothers, Barman Bailey Circus never gets off during the holidays. The Harlem Globetrotters don't get off during the holidays. The Ice Capades don't get off during the holidays. So I never really cared that the wrestlers didn't get off during the holidays. They were getting a check. They make more money than I make, right? And apparently they love it. Now, hey, congratulations. I'm not working on Christmas, <laughs> okay? I'm calling out sick. I got the runs. You know what I'm saying? The bubble guts is really bubbling right now, and they're about to boil over. I can't go to work. Can't sit. Can't stand. Can't walk. Can't do it. Won't do it. Gonna be a streak happening. So I can't be there and do that. But they got off for Christmas. Sami Zayn takes the elegance. Drew McIntyre, the perfect specimen to make a professional wrestler. That's not my words. That's the executive consultant one. Then Seth freaking Rollins beats the most over man in professional wrestling. I, I know I said it. I, I'm so up. Uh, listen. I have a thing. I've been told I have a thing, right? Y'all know that by now. Y'all been listening for over 14 years, over, you know, 3 million episodes. They know this, right, Vaughn? They, they know this. I have a thing of saying something's great, right? <laughs> All the time. It's just what I do, right? But right now, I'm looking at everybody, and I'm going to the shop. Make sure you guys check out our the wrestling show. Man, I hope they stay around every Saturday morning. Okay, I'm loving it. It's like... It's like a Mike Knox recap to a Mike Knox recap on top of a, a, a UPR recap because it's like everything recapped into one kind of show for your Saturday morning for those who like college football or want to come talk to wrestling. We're there for you. Comment below. Let us know. But the wrestling show talked about like the biggest faces right now in wrestling. And I got to say, Jay Uso, the main event, Jay Uso. I can't believe he can win a world heavyweight championship. He just wasn't going to beat Seth Rollins last week, and we saw that. Curb stump to the face. Bow! Get up out of here. And then Drew McIntyre going to go ahead and kick all y'all arses because y'all keep forgetting this man wants his title back. But it's a shame because CM Punk showed up, so he's going to have to take a back seat to that title. And we see that right there as we go to SmackDown, and hell has frozen over because everybody who complained, and y'all did a lot of complaining, by the way, Vaughn. They were out there. They were complaining, Vaughn. Don't don't try to say they wasn't because they were definitely out there complaining about how he didn't cut a promo like he did when he first came to AEW. I know y'all did it. I know you did it. So don't sit there and tell me something that I don't already know because you know and I know. So all of a sudden now he comes to SmackDown. But wait, we'll get to that in a second because that's just how I put my papers. That's how I, my, this how I gotta go right. So Santos Escobar being back where he should be, and I and listen and the group. Those who listen to the Unpopular Review are in the, in, the, in the group. You know, I don't do the chat too much when wrestling's going on. That's just not my thing. But I actually put in there if Escobar loses, right? Because they're giving Dragon Lee everything, right? They're even saying where well, he's going to be the greatest luchador of all time because he was handed the crown from Rey Mysterio. You know what that means? He's going to flop. 
Why is he going to flop? Because ask J. Cole. Hey, J. Cole, how does it feel to be the great? No, no, not J. Cole. What's his name? Kick Push Dude. Kick Push Dude from Chicago. I should know that. Uh, 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 you can just say it. <laughs> Better at this point, Vaughn. Vaughn, say something. What is his name? Lupe Fiasco. Lupe Fiasco. I should know that, by the way. Jay-Z said, oh, he's the greatest MC alive, right? What happened to Lupe? Too much pressure, right? Then he said, again to J. Cole. Too much pressure. Love J. Cole. Great lyricist. But he ain't Kendrick. You know what I'm saying? So let's not give Dragon Lee all this just yet. Let the man pan out because wrestling turns, takes turns, right? It's like a snowball effect. Let's see where these things turn and where they lie. Oh, shit. Tell me when I'm telling lies. That was some great producing, y'all. Thank you for that. I'm talking about Escobar right now. So let me go back to Escobar in this tournament to go against the real megastar, Logan Paul, for his United States Championship. They got this tournament. And here's the first winner of that tournament, Santo Escobar. Then we get Bobby Lashley. Right, which this is only good to me, and I showed this video because first of all, Karrion Cross was, was once upon a time Triple H's guy, right? Then Vince completely ruined him. Okay, let's be, let's be real. I'm gonna be honest with y'all here. A lot of things I think Vince did great at, but Vince ruined Karrion Cross in my opinion. Okay, the, 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 had him coming out there like he was in Gladiators. <laughs> okay, fans didn't like the same way. Like, and I and I stood up for people. I stood up for Vince when Vince had what's the boys from Wasteland. That came up from NXT that was super, super over. Oh, the Ascension. The Ascension. And everybody complained and beat because he put the face paint on them. They were the same tag team. They just had face paint. And y'all hated it so much, it couldn't get over. So hopefully, Karrion Cross can get himself back over. But Bobby Lassie moving on. At the end of the thing, um, the Street Profits come out. And I don't know who said, that's them boys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but Mr. Briscoe got offended and took to Twitter and said, because uh, WWE's uh, Fox Twitter is the one that tweeted out, them boys. <laughs> so my man responds like, Triple H, what kind of madness is this? That somebody needs to educate them. And all I thought to myself was this, with all due respect towards the Briscoe brothers. Now I'm being, listen, again, people, <laughs> with. I'm sorry, y'all. Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. With all the love to the Briscoes, if the WWE wants to steal your name, it's stolen. <laughs> so, I don't mean no harm. So you better hope it was an actual mistake and not something leading to them being called that. And if they are going to be called that, hopefully, like he put in the tweet, Triple H can put a nix on that somehow and pay some respect. All right, because remember, he let wrestlers go off to go to the funeral and things like that also. So hopefully that was just a mistake by someone trying to get themselves over on the WWE uh, Fox Twitter page. But Cody Rose, because this was tribute to the troops. And for what it's worth, I'm going to say this. And please, I'm going to get to your comments momentarily. Didn't they do a lot of piping in noise? I felt a lot of piped in noise last week first of all i'm gonna stop y'all come in i'm i'm vaughn i'm gonna get on you you are supposed to be here to show me these damn messages including this crap right here that says cowboys okay that's a new person thank you new person raymond 
for checking in. I've never seen Raymond on the show before, so thank you, Raymond. Although, so what? You know, I'm not gonna say that. I said it already once. All right, I'm not gonna do my Ron Burgundy and read the stuff. See, there you go. You put your stuff up, right? Put the stuff up there, Vaughn. I'm talking, right? If I see it, I will say go back to it. You know what I mean? You, come on, man. 14 years. We gotta step up, baby. Okay, what's going on, Sharp? Zach, oh, you did? You tell me you met Zach Ryder. Woo, woo, I still think he sucks, bro. Bobby Lashley, Kevin Owens would be the ones who would challenge Logan Paul. Well, we're going to get to that, too. But then Cody with this tribute to the troops. Yeah, I know, but we don't know how injured she is. So let's stop talking about the greatest women's wrestler. This is serious. Show my ball head all time, Charlotte Flair. Where's my damn hat? <laughs> so, he had a message to go to Raw tonight against Sinsuke Nakamura. That's going to happen. But right here, people, I'm sorry. What was he supposed to get? What was he supposed to give you? What did he give you? Again, I, I'm asking this question every freaking week. Why aren't you a CM Punk fan? I just don't understand that. It makes zero sense to me, right? Like, so it's wrestling fans, right? And this is the show for the entire wrestling fan, right? And again, we all, yay. Some of y'all out there like that chick gorilla that rapped on the hip-hop. I know who that chick was. No offense. Had no clue who she was, okay? Just didn't know. Some of y'all prefer Lotto over Little Kim. I think that's insane, but hey, who am I to judge? All I'm saying is this. He can wrestle. He can has mic skills. He storytells. He's controversial, and he says the things that y'all punk asses behind your mama's cabinet and behind your sister's auntie's internet that's like 100 megs be typing. Okay? I don't understand it. Hold on. What the hell was that, Willie? Low flying. What? Ain't nothing low about my eagle? Boy, you better. I, I dropped standing so gets my eagle on. You better respect me, boy. Don't have me call up a bear. Get in trouble for bringing up old things. I dropped down and gets my eagle on. All right? Don't you dare. You better stop that. Okay, all that nonsense going on. All right, well, let's go Charmaine being the hatress that she is. Not the hater, the hatress, because she's a girl. Shout out to Vaughn. Always shout out to Vaughn. Always. You never give me a shout out, though. And I understand why. Because I think it's a conspiracy, by the way, as the executive consultant, the, the main owner here of Unpop Review is backstage, coming on shortly. The award show that we have should be to the public. They should be public votes. Because if Mike Knox does not win 30 some bitches again, Mike Knox might do a Kanye West. <laughs> and interrupt Tay Tay. Okay? Let that be a lesson to you because, damn it, I may not be the funniest. I may not be the smartest. But damn it, I'm the most consistent some bitch y'all know and has been for since y'all known about it before you knew about it, how you knew that you knew about it. Okay? Take that down, take a picture. Sam Punk pulled out a great ass promo. Okay? How can y'all not get with that damn promo that he cut on Friday? For the troops, no less. With piped in CM Punk chance, by the way. That was funny. They definitely had piped in CM Punk chance. But man. Just how he talked about backstage, how he talked about NXT, how he talked about what's going to happen tonight at, on, on Raw, and how he closed it out by saying what we all know he wants and what I think he's going to get. It will be him at WrestleMania night one. He won't go against Roman. It, will it be Seth? I'm going to say yes, barring injury. Okay? Him, more importantly. <laughs> not 
not getting hurt. Sorry, punk, I love you, but you kind of broke down lately. Okay, but he's going to win in WrestleMania. Didn't say he's going to win it. Hey, Roman, I'm the original Heyman guy. I pulled that shot. I'm a Heyman guy, the voice of the voice for the voiceless, because all y'all still ain't got no voice in your voices. If you got them, they're too damn small. Okay, but man, CM Punk, how can you hate him? Oscar defeats an injured and hurt Charlotte Flair. It's okay, y'all. For those who say Charlotte can't lose, she lost on TV. Shut your mouth more than once. Then Randy Orton and L.A. Gears took on Jimmy Uso and Solo Sikoa. And, of course, Randy's going to win. And I love the end of this match. So I chose this picture. He's going for the move. Randy says, ah, ah. Hits him with the RKO. One, two, three. Gives him a little head nod. Listen, Give, keep giving LA Knight this kind of rub. I think he needs it. I think it's good for him. This is where I think he should be. This is where he will excel. I thought it was too much, too fast. Slow it back down. Give him that slow, good burn that faces are supposed to get in need. That's what gets them over. 100% what gets them over is that. Just said that. Okay? I'm no longer going to say. I didn't say no. I'm with that. Give him the slow burn. He will be what he's supposed to be. Randy Orton is the ultimate builder wrestler. Eh. Eh. I think Randy's been injury prone a lot in his career, but I'm not going to disagree with that at all. But from an, uh, strictly from an aesthetic standpoint, I think the physique of 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 McIntyre is is a little bit more than Randy's. Randy's this Papa Dad, you know, there's a dad bod. This new dad bod that Randy got is impressive. The muscles, I, Randy ain't never been this built, okay? But they all come back built like this, and then they sling out after that. So then we get into this shit right here that I have to just ask you guys about Deadline. This is insane, right? This is where I'm actually going to stop. So I'm going to come back. I'll take a break, get some water, give y'all the weekend wrestling with King Vaughn. Are y'all anti highly anticipating it and waiting and debating it for oh so long? Just starving in Marvin for a Cool J song. Look, see? Hip-hop turned 50, man. I'm sorry. That shit was fire last night. Here go King Vaughn, y'all. Be right back. Yo, 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 yo. It's crime time. E-S-T. Soul Man, Rocky Johnson. It's the Honky Tonk Man. N-W-O. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? UPR and Around the Blocks give to you this week in wrestling history with King Vaughn. Hello, hello there, everyone. It's King Bond Jr., the Big Toys Ones podcast, and Prep the Flex Talk Radio to give you your weekend wrestling history. And of course, for the for December 11th through the 15th, on this day in 1997, at a, a taking of Raw's War, Sergeant Slaughter set the European Championship match between Shawn Michaels and his fellow DX, uh, BFF Triple H, as we all know, which was a hilarious match where Shawn Michaels you know, laid down and the Triple H won the, won, won the European title. And so, um, of course, the celebrated, you know, right after that. And of course, on, on that same day of 2014, NXT Takeover Three, our evolution uh, took took place. And of course, same, of course, Sami Zayn won the won the NXT Championship. He celebrated with Kevin Owens, only for KO to turn on him and give him the give him the power bomb on the apron. And so, um, so of course, you know, he deserved KO deserved to get turned on last year. War Games Wrestling Restored. Um, on this on uh, on December 12, 1999, WWF presented. Armageddon pay-per-view, the Armageddon pay-per-view of Fort Lauderdale, and that night, that night, uh, the McMahon Helmsley era had begun as Stephanie turned on her dad to side with Triple H. On that same day in two, uh, in 2004, Armageddon took Armageddon took place, and in, in, in the main event for that one, we saw JBL 
retain the WWE Championship in a fatal four-way against Booker T, Undertaker, and Eddie Guerrero. And of course, on, on December 13th, 2010, the annual Slammy Awards took place as John, as John Cena was named the Superstar of the Year for, for, the, for that one. On December 14th, 2003, WWE's Armageddon took place at the TD Waterhouse, uh, uh, TD, um, Waterhouse Garden of Orlando, and that night was when Randy Orton defeated Rob Van Dam to win the Intercontinental Championship, and that's when Evolution, you know, took to come on goal. On, uh, of course, on, on December, December 15th, 1997, Vince McMahon cut a pre-taped promo on Raw, which is when we introduced, officially introduced the Attitude Era and, and Scratch logo. And so, um, of course, that was when he was saying they were becoming more cutting edge. And on, on that same day in 2002, Armageddon took place as, as Triple H defeated, defeated Shawn Michaels uh, to, to, re, to retain the WWE I mean, World Heavyweight Championship. As far as birthdays, today is Rey Mysterio's 49th birthday. On December 12th, Eddie, King, Eddie Kingston turns 42. Ultimo, Drag, Ultimo Dragon turns 57. Sabu turns 59. On December 13th, JYD would have turned 71. That's your week in wrestling history. Mike Knox back to you. You guys think uh, for, um, for Swerve to come over from WWE, do you think that was the best move for him? Yes. Yes. I yeah. Yes. And I, and and you know and I say that because yeah. when he was in Hit Row, I thought it was a really good it was a good thing for him, and it started to fall apart. But him coming to AEW, finding his own, and then and for me, I thought it was a big deal that he he was beating um, Hangman twice. You know, I remember doing some predictions about this, and people, oh well, Hangman got to get his win back. I said, nah, he don't have to get his win back. We don't have to do the traditional stuff. Sometimes we can switch things up. Right. And I think those two big wins is what really helped him elevate. And he's a favorite to win the Continental Classic. You got Brian Danielson, you got John Moxley, you got Jay White, and these guys are great. Um, I, I don't think I don't. John Moxley don't have to win this. You mentioned uh, Brian Danielson; he's fantastic. He I, I saw this thing where I was reading. What was the What was the review on? Um, not review. What show was it? The um, what's on Saturday's Collision? And he said his eye fell out or something like that. So yeah, I don't need. I don't think <laughs> yeah, I need Brian yeah, Danielson. Yeah. I, I like Brian Danielson. He's tough as nails, but he don't need to win. Swerve winning would just be the best move. But carry on. You was talking about this match. This match was great. It was great. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yes, it's yes. built for Swerve. This tournament yeah. is built. For, yeah. for for Swerve. I mean, yeah. I, I just I agree. Swerve and probably Danielson, I think, is your final. Uh, there's a party tonight at Peter's house. Can I go? Yep. Hello, Tawatha. Do I feel like being bothered with Tawatha? Hello, LaDonna. Yo, baby, looking real good. Step off. Scandalous. Kick it, Pop. Okay, so we're on our way to the house party. What? House party. Walk around town like in in heat. Me and my boys can't be beat. Wherever you go, we're going to cut you like glass. And we're going to kick your ass. House party, y'all. 90s movies. Mike Knox is picked this Thursday. I cannot wait. If you've never seen House Party or have seen House Party, let's make sure that this show on Thursday is the highest rated UPRE show that we have done in this time right there. Because I know House Party fans are out there. Shout out to everybody back there. Shout out to the NXT crew, the AEW crew, or the wrestling crew. Listen, we got a lot of things coming around the mountain when you come. Vaughn is always salute to you, my God, for doing that with the weekend wrestling. But we are talking deadline results real fast. Executive consultant, are you here at this part of the show? Uh, we'll be bringing on the executive consultant into the program. Uh, here he is. Hey there, sir. How you doing? Doing quite well, Mr. Knox. How are you? I'm doing just oso-tabulous, as they would say. How that sound? Oso-tabulous is how I'm doing. There it is. 
That's what I was looking for. Yeah, let me put my headset on. I forget when somebody joined the show. I got to put the headsets on. I don't like that, you know, because now I get all sweaty. <laughs> the echo is coming because uh, you're picking up the sound. But now we go. There we go. So Deadline. Turn this down a little bit my headphones. Damn, this hobby sound all the time, y'all. Jesus. Imagine your voice. Imagine that. That's that's crazy. Um, look at this sound right here. I should do that during the commercial break. I apologize out there for those. Thank you. Stay in tune. What you do is what you do. Listen, we are here. We are talking uh, NXT, man. Listen, before I get into this, I'm gonna get into this first, and I'm gonna ask the question, okay? And it starts off right here uh, with CM Punk coming out, trolling already with the Bret Hart hoodie on, doing what Punk can do. I thought he cut a great promo on NXT, Shawn Michaels. This was just what I thought the brand needs. And I like what they've been doing, what they've done with Jake, with, with Jay Cargill, what they've done with Punk. They're, they're making sure that every eye is on everyone in those programs. I always said it about here in Unpop Review. You may not like the Mike Knox show, but check out the NXT show. Check out the AEW show. Check out the other shows that I'm not a part of because I believe there's always room for Jello, right? Somebody out there is going to like something of what we're sticking with, and I think that's what they do by having everybody touch everybody there. Your thoughts on Punk and his promo on NXT? Even if you want to go back to the promo he cut on SmackDown. I know you're not a Punk guy. Uh, well, yeah, I'm not that much of a Punk guy. I do respect what he does. Uh, I, I mean, I, I said a lot about the SmackDown promo. I thought it was phenomenal and opened up a lot of things for you to think about. Um, you know, I, I said I wouldn't even be minded if he ends up going on SmackDown, even though we know he's going on Raw. Yeah. But... um. You know, him possibly going to SmackDown and being over there for his round until the War Rumble and he comes out and you think he's going to challenge Roman, I want Seth. Well, I think that would be good. But as far as his promo at Deadline, um, it was all for fun. It was a little treat for the fans there in Connecticut uh, to see CM Punk is to also further the fact that, hey, you know, NXT's in the bid too. Is he going to be a Raw superstar? Is he going to be a SmackDown superstar? Shawn Michaels called me. He said it was SmackDown. Shawn Michaels called me. Let me go down to NXT and see what they're talking about, right? Yeah. Uh, so that, that was pretty good. Besides that, I feel like it was really ad-lib. I feel like what they were trying to do, they scrapped it when they came out and said, "This is we're just going to talk and have a conversation. So uh, it, it was fine. It, I didn't it, think it was much to say after SmackDown, really, more than coming right. out there doing what they did with the ad-libs. Right. Um, now, I, I did say earlier in the show that you and I think, and until there's millions, and millions of Dirty Dom fans, he believes he's the greatest North American champion of all time. No mommy, no judgment day. He complains after the match. Dragon Lee steals one from Dirty Dom now being the new NXT North American champion. Just trash, trash, trash. If this is going to happen, you should just give it to Trash Lee. I said it. Uh, well, they gave it to Lee. No, I, I, I believe that I said this <laughs> on the air plenty of times. I always felt like um, Dominic was going to lose the championship yeah. on Saturday. I, I felt like it was happening on Saturday. Yeah. But I thought it was going to happen to Wesley. Um, I thought it was time. He had the title a little longer than he should have had the title. Even though I still say, I agree with you, we say it all the time. We get arguments with people. He is the greatest North American champion of all time. He put more eyes on that television product in that championship than anybody before him. I'm sorry he did. Right? That being said, it was time for him to lose. However, I'm not sure if... Dragon Lee's the one when he's on SmackDown. Yeah, he's on SmackDown. It should have been somebody in NXT. I'm not yeah. a fan of title switching brands. Yeah. So I, I felt like it should have been somebody better. Maybe put it back on Trick would have been a better answer. I don't know. We'll talk more about Trick later, but I don't think this is good. Then another problem I have was you have Dirty Dom, who is arguably, listen to what I'm saying, arguably the best heel in wrestling today. And he lost so underwhelmingly. 
I, I was I was disappointed. I, I blinked and he was he lost. Yeah, I did blink. Great match though. Um, this right here. First of all, shout out to Blair Davenport. Okay, um, I love I, I like her. I, I like her the way that I like Statliner and AEW. I, I really really am a big fan of Blair Davenport. She has this look for me, but this chick right here. I think for myself, I can't even speak for anybody else. I'm just speak for me and what I have not noticed. Well, I know these people talk about Bianca. Obviously, everybody talks about Jade. Everybody's talking about Rhea Ripley. I'm sorry. This chick, Lash, she's fucking impressive. Excuse my language, mama. Okay? She's impressive. All right? I'm going to just say this to a, 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 a novice, if you will. I, I didn't understand. I don't like the I don't like the match in itself. House. I, I, I think it's kind of confusing how you get points, right? And I didn't like that because I'm like, like how when Trick came and we're talking about the, like how Trick won, like he was losing, and all of a sudden he just you know what I mean? Like I, I was confused by how that took place so fast. Um, but this chick, I don't think she should have necessarily won. But again, as Issa Rae always says, and I say all the time, always been on black. I was definitely going for her to win in this match. She did not, but I'm okay with Blair Devonport winning because I see where they're going with that uh, as well. Your thoughts on on this match, Blair Devonport winning and, and Lash? I'm a fan of Blair, uh, Blair Devonport as well. Um, I see potential in her. Not to be a main eventer. I understand we're talking about the women now. and When I talk about the women, um, they are doing a trajectory that you will never going to believe five years from now, right? But I don't see uh, Blair Davenport being a Charlotte Flair or uh, Becky Lynch. But I do see her being on more of a Liv Morgan, where she's a good hand. Uh, that yeah. being said, Lash uh, Legend, this was not her match to win. This was no. her match to continue her dominant show. To show what she, she could do. Otis, right? Yeah. And continue on, and she did a phenomenal job. Tiffany, I see, is a main eventer, which is why I picked Tiffany uh, Stratton. Uh -huh. But realistically speaking, Tiffany doesn't need it. See, right? here's... Like, here, Here's my thing. I think Tiffany Stratton's going to go to the main event because she just has that look that WWE always seems to like, right? And when you say Blair Davenport, you don't consider her being Becky or Charlotte. You know what? I see her being a better page, okay? When I look at her, that's what I see. I see a better page in her, and I think she is main event quality. And, and uh, Jay, uh, uh, Cora Jade said something, and I, I thought she was going to steal it from me because I wanted to make sure I said it first on the program anyway because it's not mine. I stole it from her. I think right now in all of professional wrestling, the way that the knockouts used to run it for, for TNA, the female division in AEW is the deepest division in all professional wrestling. Say that again. The deepest. Uh, Who? The NXT women's division. The AEW. That's why I want to make sure. You okay. Yeah. Women's division is the deepest in all professional wrestling. It's by far. Because I keep telling people, if you look at it, when they do the NIL and all the signings they do, half of the people they sign out are women if you look at nxt uh, there are a lot of episodes where they have more women matches than men if you look at nxt they have a lot of women just backstage so many women that's the future that they're going with you are absolutely right and they have so much talent back there and shout out because i don't think i put it in here i i'm a huge kalani jordan fan just want to say that um, uh, I really like her an awful lot, <laughs> by the way. And, and that's right here, what you say right here, Shay. They didn't draw for years. Okay. This has happened. And the pop of the culture changing, right? The culture having to change. And women, and honestly, and I, and I don't care how this comes off, but this is a fact, right? For years, they were put in the backseat for no apparent reason because they were women. Right. So now they're getting the front seat 
just because they're women, I don't care, right? They're getting more attention than other federations, than men and things like that because they haven't got so much attention um, before. Um, go ahead, Vaughn. You said you got something to say real fast. Go ahead. Vaughn has something to say. Yeah. All right. Good. I just, just want to make sure um, you know it's recognized. But uh, but yeah, like as, as far as far as the um, as far as like uh, last um, as far as Saturday's uh, NXT deadline was phenomenal. That uh, shot to the last legend, you know, for, you know for, for having such an impressive showing. And but but the, I guess the thing about it for me was I felt I felt as though it was like I guess like the way the match, the way like you know the Iron Survivor rules were, you know, like it was felt like almost Elimination Chamber War Games ish on a on a lower level. To the, you know what I mean? So, so, and I, I feel it's like because that, um, it, it, it lessened Lash's chances of, um, you know, of, of winning. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I guess you know, just like, just like Mike, you know, what I, mean? I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm Team Lash myself. But it's just, it's just, I feel as though, um, you know, there's one part of me I kind of, I kind of wish that you know that they continue to capitalize on that momentum by, you know, by I guess cashing cashing in on that moment of um of, of her slam otis and carrying that momentum in, into her you know like you know potential well that's what that's a, that's exactly 100 percent what they did and and, and what exactly consultant was talking about as far as her, she came to showcase that and this picture demonstrates what she can do and and show that power and that's where i i think that comparison that i did with the the biancas and and the jades she's she's a big strong black woman that i think is going to have somebody going to have to worry she's going to be as forced to reckon with in the future think it's, about how many strong strong women the biancas the rias the raquel's the yeah. jade Cargill, and now you have to add last legend in there it's it's, it's going to be a big division they, it, i cannot remember right and help me out here where women had in the division a division of you got. You can actually give a heavyweight to an intercontinental champion woman right now. I think that it's because you have your. You know, you have the, your giants. They got some giant women now. You know what I'm saying with Nia Jackson things like that. So female wrestling right now, NXT to me greatest in wrestling right now. But then Carmelo Hayes defeats Lexus King. Um, Lexus King grabs. I'm like, well, listen. I know everybody loves Melo, and I know I always bet on black and those kind of things. But man. I don't think Carmelo Hayes should ever get brought up to the main roster unless he's going to be part of uh, Bobby Lashley's faction. I'm saying that right here. He cannot, he cannot survive by himself. Okay? He just cannot. Otherwise than that, um, and we, I think we said this on Saturday on one of those shows that we did, because uh, we did a lot of content on Saturday, so go ahead and check that out. But um, his height, I mean, I'm a big His height's fan a problem, of man. Yes. His height, he's the size of Shorty G, and I hate to call Shorty G, and I think Chad Gable's actually getting to the point where he's finally stepping out of that shadow, but it took a long time. Carmelo's fantastic in the ring. His mic work is not bad, but nothing to ride home about. That's why Trick was around, right? Because Trick added to it. Yeah. Um, you know, I know what you say all the time when you talk about Rusev and the, the Rusev day thing. Yeah. Like Trick adds to him. It I'm does. Sorry. And it, because that 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 mystique of you understand when Melo was here doing his thing, NXT had taken a hit, right? With Vince McMahon taking over and, and that repackaging and the thing they did with Braun Breaker and those things, it was you know what I mean. So he had it, he lost it, and I'm starting to think that you're going to start to see it. To me, the biggest star in this ring right here was Lexus King to me. So and and I, I, don't, I, I, don't I agree with that, but I see. And, and well, you don't need to agree. It's called the Mike Knox Show. So um, then we get Kiana James and Roxanne Perez in a steel case. A little underwhelming to me, as far as why you know 
my expectations for NXT pay-per-view female cage matches, so to speak. I was kind of, I wanted more from this. Um, but I'm a fan of both girls. Again, I can't talk about this female division and give it more glowing uh, kudos than what they've been doing and how great they've been in this squared circle. And just, oh, it, it was some brutal match. I, it was something I always like to see. Something in a match that I've never seen before. Right? And I've never seen a woman hold a woman and just throw her through the case. Like, <laughs> like did. I love that. And, and Perez is just, I think Roxanne Perez is so underrated. Like, she, she can really go. Like, I, I'm just proud of this division. Just so proud of this division. That's right, Steve. Congratulations, GPR. We hit a thousand, baby. We hit a thousand. I like, follow, and subscribe to the Mike Knox show. Also, let me hit a thousand, baby, so we can start getting this money and we can start hiring some of y'all. I know y'all just seeing me and Chris's face all the god darn time. Okay. You know, I know I am, right? Um, also, just to move along right here, it, it, that you talk about Trick Williams shows out. He wins the Iron Survivor match, but I'm sorry. All I want to see from this is, yeah, y'all can whoop that trick all day, but Braun got to go. Braun Breaker is got the best spear in wrestling. I think it's better than Bobby Lashley's. I think it's better than a gore. I'm going to tell you why. With me, me and Zia Solomon talking about the other day, I love Bobby Lashley's spear. Do not get me wrong. At a point, he didn't always do the, 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 it was like the flip with the, with the spear, right? It was saved for private moments and special occasions. You know, you have a big stage, you do something bigger and different like that. When he, like when Roman ran the ropes and hit Undertaker with, with his spear, right? It gave it momentum. He does it every time now. When this man hits a, a spear, oh, my God, it's like he's breaking somebody's ribs. It's like me watching a football match happen on my screen, and it's, it's crazy. Braun Breaker didn't win, but he didn't need to win. Trick needed to win this, and I just want to see where they go from here with Trick. Are they going to do this thing with Melo? I still think Melo somehow behind this and getting jealous of Trick. I think it's perfect that, that, that it sells its story. That should be the takeover in Philadelphia, Trick versus Mello. I'm calling that right now. Now, if none of you guys already did, which you probably did, because this is y'all program more than mine, when it comes to NXT, your thoughts on this winner in this match? First thing I want to do is I want to highlight uh, Captain's comment there. Somebody can highlight it for me. Uh, no, not Ants. There. I watch NXT. The other line of people who don't watch wrestling all, they were drawn to Braun. He's a star. And that's what I'm talking about when I talk about stars. Are they marketable? Mello, as much as I am a fan of his work, is not going to get that reaction to Braun. Braun is tired. And Rhino he, has a he has a gore, not a spear. Just Rhino just has like a gore, but I think Braun Breaker is better. <laughs> I don't agree that Braun Breaker has the best spear in the business. I still think that's Bobby Lashley, but I will say that he is a star. But this is Trick's uh, match to win, and he did. And I said it on Saturday. I'll say it again. If it wasn't for the fact that our polls and stuff were closed, this might have been contender for me for match of the year. That's how good this match was. That's how good the psychology and the storyline of this match was. Trick won, and I swear, 60 seconds before that, I thought there was no chance in hell. Yeah, none at all. That's what I said. I didn't understand no how the points how the points happened that way. Like He got speared through a freaking barricade, which is an overused blown spot. I think somebody it is. said that. It Definitely is. Definitely overused spot. But it was like a minute and a half left into the match. I thought no chance in hell. I, I, this, I can't say enough about this match. Uh, that's right. My man Anthony was there um, that night. So I uh, saw him going. there. Yo, first of all, I don't know where, where Punk took that picture with, that, with the big replica belt in Connecticut. That's uh, at uh, Stanford. That's amazingly beautiful. Like the one he did in Orlando was okay. That one was fire. 
to me right outside their, their head that 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 is beautiful as they as they say um but um then right here man nxc championship the dragon baron corbin again this is why i asked the question again and I'm, y'all talking and i appreciate it keep them rolling it's nxt back it's nxt Back again to being the number one brand in professional wrestling. That's over AEW. That's over the main roster, Raw and SmackDown. And at some point, a lot of people thought NXT, the Golden Black brand, was that damn good. I, I, I never thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was the best wrestling show you can watch on TV. Which to me, AEW has stolen that. But I think NXT taking it back. They've always wrestled. But to me, again, guys, what's the hashtag? Where you at, Michael Smith? Where you at? Come on now, y'all know what it is. Hashtag. Wrestling is storyline. Okay. And hashtag get the dirt sheets. Hey, Dave Meltzer. You know what it is. Okay. So hashtag wrestling is storyline. And NXT is they they got a chance to get their wing beneath their wings, if you will. All right. Shout out to Bet Mittler. Hey mom. I know you like that song. Rest in peace. But this man, man, I swear, I, every time I see him, Baron Corbin gets more and more impressive. And I really I'm thinking Baron's gonna win this thing. But certainly with the um uh, oh god, I forget the name of the move. The deep six. Is that it? His finishing move, yeah. Well, and, the end of days of the six. The end of days. He hit him with the end of days, and then he hit him and he picked him up and he hit him with the with the a bomb again into the torpedo. I'm like, yo, this little son. See, no offense against Mello again. There is a difference in the size mass of drive of, of Djokovic than Mello. He can't survive by himself in the main roster either. Just gonna say that he needs to be in a faction. I just think he's too small. Unless Ida, they're gonna make a whole new division for little guys all over again. Uh, has a little bit of an easier time going to Mello is that Dragonoff has picked up a lot. I, I, I say all the time. He's picked up a lot more weight. He's he's um, since compared to when he used to be in NXT UK, he's definitely been in the gym. You can tell he's uh bulking up a little bit. And I think that helps him out a little bit over Mello, who's in great shape. Don't get me wrong. Mello is in phenomenal shape. He is. But who, who can say something bad about Mello? Mello don't miss. He just Dragunov. makes a mistake every once in a while. <laughs> Right? I'm saying, come on, keep it, let's keep it a buck, right? Let's keep it a buck. That, his finishing move is how great? How oh, great man. is that? How, how, of, how often does Melo miss that move? Uh, how often does Charlotte miss her, her moonsault? Right, as I said this before, you want to be an ignorant ass for Ramus, okay, you ham and ager. Her move is intended to land on her feet. She's not, it's not a, I don't know why y'all can't understand that. Y'all say that it's just, just to piss me off. No, okay. I say it because it doesn't make sense. Her no, she, it's not a no. It's, it's a standing moonsault. What is there to make sense of? That's why she Every, lands on her feet. The only person to do a standing moonsault. That's why she lands on her feet. And every single moonsault that these people do, there are standing moonsaults or standing planches. They actually connect with somebody. Okay, she does connect with her arm. It's the cl- first of all, stop it. Okay, your first stop of all won't work. So second of all is what? My first of all is stop it. My second of all is stop it. My third of all is shut you the hell up, but I'm trying to be you nice. Find, you need to find a fourth one. <laughs> you need to find a fourth one? Well, get cut it out. Uh, well, we did watch 50 years of hip-hop, so. Uh, See, and, and that's why you have no black card now, okay? <laughs> he, he, we're up here praising 50 years of hip-hop, y'all. And he's up here talking about, you watched the 50 years of hip-hop. Why didn't you watch the 50 years of hip-hop? Where's your card at? I know why. You won't, you, because this is your favorite song. Yeah, that's just so. We'll be no right back, y'all. We're going to talk AEW. No we'll be right back, y'all. <laughs> Shut up. I love all the. 
Stop it. I loved all the Paul Heyman stuff. It clearly just, you know, setting up for a WrestleMania main event. But Lord knows between who. It could either be Seth Rollins or Roman Reigns, right? But I really like the stuff that he was talking about, how um, Paul Heyman was his wise man. So now if they ever do go back and forth as far as, like, I would love to see Roman Reigns and CM Punk just go at it on the mic. Because, um, mind you, Roman needed Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman made this Roman Reigns. CM Punk didn't need Paul Heyman. With Paul Heyman and Paul Heyman, Brock Lesnar needed Paul Heyman, and Roman Reigns needed Paul Heyman. But CM Punk never needed Paul Heyman. You talk about the Paul Heyman thing. You are absolutely right. But one thing I disagree with CM Punk saying, I was the OG Paul Heyman guy. No, you weren't. That was Brock Lesnar. Okay? This is true. You are right. CM Punk never needed it. I like Brock, who's done a phenomenal job not having Paul Heyman now, right? But I like Brock, and I like Roman, who I don't think would have got that stuff without Roman, uh, without Paul Heyman. Paul. CM Punk does not need him. So I don't want them to have a CM Punk, I mean, a Paul Heyman on a pole match. We did that with Brock and uh, Roman. It was entertaining. But when, when Paul left for a little while to go with Brock, Roman, I felt like, did not do as well. I remember I that time. But here's the thing. It's not going to be them fighting over fighting over Paul Heyman. Oh. It will be Paul Heyman versus CM Punk on the stick. Yeah, I like that take and agreed there. You always like to come behind people, uh, Pauls, and try to pick up their, their mistakes we know the original Paul Heyman guy was Brock Lesnar, but the point Vic was trying to make is what he made, the point that he made. Roman needed Paul Heyman, and it saved Roman's career and plateaued him to God mode. CM Punk did not, but it still helped out. And everybody Paul Heyman goes with can't be helped. Right? <laughs> they tried to give several Paul Heyman guys. Everybody did not work out. Now, AEW people... I'm just going to keep it a buck. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it all night. All right. Somebody give me back at least a, a dollar so I can get a buck, give a buck. Right. Dynamite was phenomenal. I thought Dynamite was phenomenal. I did. I, hands down. I thought that this and this. I was not sure about this Continental Classic, the gold and blue stuff. It was like confusing to me at first. I didn't understand it. it it's just okay. But it's like any other tournament you have in wrestling. Determine who's the best at what they do, right? It's the same. They had that stupid, whack-ass NBA in-season tournament that no one can give a damn about. All of a sudden, the Lakers won. That Lakers fans like, we still won that? You didn't even care about it two months ago. So I ain't trying to hear that nonsense. Y'all didn't care about it no more than Zion cared about not cleaning off his table and eating all this food. I don't want to hear that. But the rivalry new between Jay Uso uh, Jay Lethal and Jay White in the Gold League was phenomenal. If you don't get that nonsense off my screen, please, uh, then we get... Uh, Swerve Strickland beating Mark Briscoe um, for that, also in that tournament, also a good match. Uh, best it can be, listen. There was so much ass in this match <laughs> between the AEW Women's World Champion, Timeless Tony Storm. And Sky Blue, oh, shout out to AEW's cameraman. They are the real Oscar award winners this season. Yes, they are. Then we get 13 years <laughs> in the making. It's been 13 years, and we get this match between Edge and Christian, the best friends. And I got to say, yo, it was I, I was entertained. I was entertained by this match. Highly, so much that the, the, the madam, if you will, right, um, the old lady for the biker world out there, because that's what I think my man's mom looks like. She's a biker lady, right? She turns and shocks Edge here, which shocks the shit out of me. I didn't think she was going to do that. Like, I didn't know how it was going. I just thought Edge was going to win. 
I just really thought Edge was going to win. And Edge did not pull it off. Uh, shout out to the man who wears the greatest turtleneck sweaters of all time, Christian. I need my son after that wrestler, by the way. Uh, your take on AEW, man, before I get to Saturday's collision. Um, well, you like Dynamite. I wasn't too much of a fan of, <laughs> of Dynamite. You didn't like the match in Toronto? I I, so, I don't want to hear that. Please do not say, I'm going to cut you off. I'm sorry. Please do not tell me, oh, I've seen this match before. Don't give me that bullshit. Be a wrestling fan. Doesn't matter how many times you've seen it. It's still Edge and Christian put on a good-ass match. Keep it a buck. So I wasn't going to say that. Okay. Just thank sure. you for that. Uh, so I just wasn't into the match as much. Now, Granted, I know a lot of people were disappointed by the ending when Stifler's mom came out and attacked Edge. But realistically speaking, uh, you should have saw that coming, right? She was the this patsy the entire time. And then after she came out, you have to remember the fact that Edge just brutally attacked her son in front of him. I mean, her. So Stifler's mom did what she had to do. I think it's going to be interesting from there. But as a whole... First of all, that's disrespectful to Stifler's mom, just saying. You said what? That's disrespectful to Stifler's mom. <laughs> that being said, I watch all the shows she is on. Stifler's mom is still Stifler's mom. She is still all right. Stifler's mom. Snap and bend. That was not the worst Dynamite I've ever seen. It wasn't one of the best ones. I think Dynamite's actually been better lately. I thought uh, it was phenomenal. But I can't say phenomenal. Jay White, Jay Lethal had a decent match. I, I still don't think they're giving Jay White the proper respect in this in this tournament. Uh, by interested to see going forward in the tournament, which I don't think that's to happen. Um, how things are going to work out with Swerve and John uh, Moxley? Because I do believe Swerve is going to pick up the W on John Moxley, aka Dean Ambrose, next week. Listen, Tony, what's going on? Then we get to Saturday, right? Uh, what's the character off of uh, Metal Gear? This, that's who Daniel Bryan looks like with the one eye patch off the Metal Gear Solid game, right? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Actually, in that uh, retrospect, he looks like a white cigar. That too. Right, but uh, here go Daniel Bella on the blues on the blue league doing his thing against Andrade's. Who's you know y'all know where he's at. He's on his way back. Yes, uh, Snake. Um, then we get this. Listen, I like I like Ethan Page. I've always liked Ethan Page. It's just oh, one of those guys that I like taken out, getting taked out rather by uh, Kenny Omega. A lot of aftermath happened after Collision, and then there go the standings for the gold and the blue league as it is right there. There's your points as well. Um, for AEW, um, there you have it right there in your blue league and, 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 and gold league. And I'm with you. I think it is going to end up being Daniel Bryan versus Swerve. But if, to me, I think they're going to let Daniel Bryan win because it is the first one they're doing. And you got to give it to somebody like that. But I think Swerve deserves it. I think if you want fans to see that you're booking black guys and black talent, did he want to see somebody black it over? Last time we seen something big happen, we thought when Scorpio Sky grabbed the little donut, you know, the little Sonic the Hedgehog thing, right? Last time I saw him, he was in a, in a Sky booth talking about he'd be back soon. That was like three months ago, okay? He, he grabbed the donut and he won the TNT Championship only to lose it like two weeks later. Right? Yeah, so I, I, don't, I don't get that, but Swerve deserves to win this. Have the insights to do it. And here we go, y'all. Mike Knox's top... Moments of 2023. Vaughn, I don't want to hear Nathan because this list is like AJ Styles. It's phenomenal. A lot of lists I make, I think there's very, very room for y'all to disagree. Just bring it, bitch. But if you do, 
That's how I feel. And this one, it's again, it's it's what I feel are my top moments of 2023. Um, a lot of things happened. All these girls and guys participated. But number 10 for me, I really loved this match. And I thought I, I, I thought about all the things that happened this year. Executive consultant. Why this was so important to me. Right. Because, again, I didn't think it was going to happen. I don't see these kind of matches again. I'm used to seeing a John Moxley match where there's debris and destruction in the ring. We've seen all the the matches they have with the the bombs and the grenades and the exploding things. But to me, those matches always have lacked wrestling and good wrestling. And this match gave us that. And I'm going to say it. A black man won this match when I didn't think he would. In a very disgusting and vile match. That's for sure. Um, number nine on this list for me is that man right there, Sting, announcing his retirement. At first, I was like, why? Then I thought about it. I said, and you remember, you remember, Vaughn, I said, if they're going to do this the right way, do it like you would do a Tom Horatio Rodriguez, Tom Brady Cena, and any other legend, for that matter, where you can say goodbye to them. And we get to say goodbye to Sting. I think that's great. Number eight for me, Sami Zayn turning on Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. It arguably was the biggest moment of the year uh, for me as well. Number seven, Gunther reaching the, the plateau of the days as champion. Number six for me was Bad Bunny at um, Backlash. Chris, you had a chance to attend it. Number five for me, Roman Thousand Days. Here's why it's not higher or, or and, and on the list altogether or not off the list, right? This is one of the things we... As wrestling fans and being intelligent fans, we all kind of called, right? Like, oh, he's going to win a thousand days, he's going to get the championship. But it's wrestling, and you just never know. And the, there's people on the list that he's surpassing, you still just never know, right? So, as I, for me, Rye Roman winning the titles, doing what he's doing. Number four, Edge going to AEW, okay? With everybody jumping ship from AEW back to WWE. Seeing someone go there. And again, I remember I hated on it. I remember Vaughn, you voiced your opinion on Victorious One's podcast. And a lot of wrestling fans were angry. I don't necessarily say I, I echoed those sentiments with you guys. But I, I didn't like it. Then I read his Instagram post. And it made all the sense to me. It's supposed to be fun. It wasn't fun in WWE for him no more. They didn't want him to do what he wanted to be able to do. What he thought he could do. As I tell everybody, if you can tell your boss to stick it. And go make your money somewhere else. Then go do it. And he was able to do that. So shout out to Edge Copeland. Number three. And I'm just being honest here, people. We got to start giving some respect despite the Steves of the world, the, the anti-AW fans of the world. We can hate on all the, oh, they, they did this, they did this, they did this. They did this. They sold out Wembley Stadium. Yeah, we can sit there and use the excuses, which I use them as well, okay? It's London. It's a UK crowd. Anybody can get over in a UK crowd. Watch what WWE does. It's still not easy to fill up that stadium. And they filled up that stadium. Okay, very impressive. And then had a pay-per-view a week later, which I thought was just ass. Okay, (laughs) I will say that part. All right, number two for me, despite this great moment, was right here, the WWE selling. I just never thought it was going to happen. The buyout, the merger. um, Again, anybody knows me, I think the greatest TV show of all time, and that's something I don't throw around very easily, is Entourage. Okay, I think it's something great about a story about an agent who in real life is that agent, Ari Gold, Ari Emanuel, who is the world's, was the world's most influential agent, now is the most influential wealthy man in entertainment. 
altogether, but now owning the percentages rights of WWE, <clears throat> UFC, is just phenomenal to me. So WWE's buyout and the takeover and everything that took place, number two for me. And then number one, I'm sorry, I said it last week, it was a precursor to what was going to happen, did hell freeze over. CM Punk, after a decade, coming back. This is something I pretentiously called as intelligent wrestling fans laid the, the foundation and the breadcrumbs for me to follow. But him coming back, I just never thought it would happen. Especially all the shit that was talked in AEW. And like Rollins is making this, it, it's why some people still think it's real to me, damn it. Because what he's saying in interviews and things like that. But it's wrestling, it's entertainment, it's, it's this nature of the business. Again, if you can tell your boss to stick it, and after all he did, get held, get welcome back again. Cody Rhodes, y'all can understand the story being different. He's a nicer of a guy. He's not known to be this backstage. It doesn't matter. He still took a throne, a sledgehammer to a throne representing Triple H. It's the ultimate disrespect. It's why he didn't win at WrestleMania. Okay? <laughs> You're going to pay for that one. And that's you losing in that match. But number one for me, CM Punk. Um, there it is right there. My top moments of 2023. Again, number 10, Swerve. And uh, Hangman Page, number nine, Sting, announcing his retirement uh, was important. Number eight, uh, Sami Zayn turning on Roman Reigns. This was just so big. Gunther, um, WrestleMania and having that title and, and, and passing Honky Talk Man. Bad Bunny surprising the world and becoming the second greatest entertainer to wrestle because that belongs to Logan Paul. Okay, okay. Uh, number five, Roman Reigns, thousand day uh, as champion number four edge going over to aew saying hey i still want to have some fun number three all elite all in i'm sorry wembley stadium being sold out no one thought it was possible wwe no one thought it would ever happen and then number one for me cm punk when when hell freezes over i ordered that shirt it uh, shirt it doesn't come in until the 29th your thoughts real fast we got here jacob consultant um i mean i'm just happy i was in three of these uh, I was at three of these <laughs> spots. Uh, that makes me very proud. Uh, no, solid list. I mean, you know, uh, you, you everything is subjective. I think there were some things that were noticeably missing. I, I still say uh, my top, my and my top five would have been Jay Uso kicking Roman Reigns in the face. Uh, I just thought that was a, a great moment. But a lot of moments happened with Roman Reigns get ki uh, kicks, kicked in the face by Jimmy or Jay, and that was a, a moment of mine. The Rock returning for one night was a special moment. But um, solid list. Uh, um, really happy. I'm interested in here. King Vaughn's list uh, because I guarantee you that's going to be another entertaining one as well. Well, there you have it, people. Um, make sure you tune in next week. Next week will be our last show of the year as we get ready for the holiday season. Make sure you all tune in tomorrow night. Oh, and I don't agree with all lead. I will say that. That's what I um, disagree do, with. Tune in tomorrow night for after NXT for the NXT review show. Tune in Wednesday after um, all, the, all Elite Wrestling Dynamite for the All Elite Wrestling show. We got a new cast. We always there as well. Thursday, we are back. With unpopular reviews, entertainment, 90s, we bring to you House Party, people. Okay, and then uh, Wednesday, this Wednesday, also make sure you guys come and check out, if you are fans of the Power Series, the, the Millie Blaze show is back, and we are talking Power, episode, uh, book three, episode two, flip mode. Have you seen it? Let's talk about it. Neek and Rock. 
Oh my God, little linguini, all the stuff that takes place in the power universe we're talking about between myself and my wife, the husband and wife review show. Make sure you guys check that out. And again, Saturday, make sure you guys come here and check out Unpop Reviews Wrestling Show. Follow up right there with the executive consultant and somebody will join him. Make sure you guys also make sure you guys like, phone, subscribe. Thank you for all that y'all do for us. Thank y'all for being a part of me for as long as you've been a part of me. I could not do none of this without you. So do me a favor. Do not wake up tomorrow morning and say to yourself, I love me some me. Oh, I love me some me, y'all. And don't love God. We are out of here, y'all. Fingers. Lose it. Bite my tongue for no one. I put you on blast. Go all the news channels. Y'all can kiss my ass. YouTuber, Google me. Turn it up and play it. Because many people think it. I just had the balls to say it. You ready? You ready? Let's go. At the money, now you're all what you getting in. Perfect Flex Radio, got him listening. Mike Knox, from Cena to the Rock, or whatever wrestler is hot. News and interviews, it's a one-stop shop. Matter of fact, Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.